and he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They need no lamp, nor light of the sun. For the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Then he said to me, These words are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show his servants the things which must shortly take place. Glory to God. That's from Revelation 22. Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, as always, we're absolutely grateful to be yours. Thank you for everything. Thank you, for, Father God, for sending Jesus, for giving Jesus to the, to the world, to us. To, and so, and Holy Spirit, we welcome you to this short time. I want this message to be very positive. Um, <clears throat> last few messages have been pretty serious. The one about heaven and hell, and then one message the, yesterday about how God has given Himself to the world, and He's in the same way, in the natural, He's given... Uh, He's given of Himself really infinitely and eternally to every person. For example, their soul, even unsaved people, their soul is priceless and worth more than the world and everything in it. And it, their soul is eternal. Every person is eternal. Every person will, will spend eternity in either heaven or hell. And, and then the third area... Uh, in yesterday's message was man chooses to receive certain things that God is providing and cho chooses to receive other things that, that God doesn't provide, right? But the most important choice, their choice between God and self. <clears throat> Very, that's the simplified choice. In Revelation 22, a recommended reading, chapters 21-22, this is the glory of the Lord and the, the new Jerusalem. This is heaven. This is so glorious. And that's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of the Father. One God, so glorious and beautiful. So wonderful and merciful and gracious. The glory of the Lord. Remember, so few find Him in that way. So few. Don't look to other people. Don't look to see... Go, look, go directly to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. That's the answer for every person on the earth. Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit. God Almighty. Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit. Now we know that living on the earth is hard. Being, 
Living in the real world is hard. Dealing with people is hard. Very difficult. Think of how hard it is for God to deal with people. At one point in Genesis 6, it says He was sorry He had made man. So, the only thing that can change us or anyone else is the Holy Spirit. Amen. And that's what... That's the level that He wants to bring you to. If you're unsaved, come to Jesus Christ. He's the only way. He's the way to the Father. If you know Him wherever you are in your walk, the Holy Spirit will empower you. Just go directly to Him. And yes, we need to be in fellowship with other believers. We need to be in a church. Absolutely. We need to read the Bible. Absolutely. But the, the, but the overall most important thing is our, you know, if you really get down to the heart of it, it's of course, do we know Him and does Jesus Christ know us? That face-to-face encounter with Him where we have the priceless gift. We've received Him. That, again, that's, it's up to a person. To receive. Um, so glorious, so beautiful, so uh, the glory of the Lord. He hides, he withdraws himself so that we would go after him, and in that process of seeking him, our old nature dies. So that's why people may wonder why is it that I don't feel God's presence? Why is it that I don't. Uh, Someone may say, well, for years I've been seeking God and I don't necessarily, I don't feel this glorious presence. He's hiding. He's, he's testing us. He's proving us, seeing what's in our heart. He's, and so in that process of seeking, there's death to our old nature. That's how we find Him. That's the only way that we can know Him is if, if we, our old nature, dies. And it's a glorious mystery, this <clears throat> so glorious, so beautiful. I mean, recommended reading is just the book of Revelation. It talks about the angels that are, you know, this face shines like the sun and His feet like pillars of fire. This is the Holy Spirit. That's the glory of the Lord. But that's just an angel. We have Jesus the Christ. The, the Holy Spirit is God Almighty. This will change our whole perspective when He gives us this revelation. This, When He... Wow, we have the Holy Spirit. God. So, oh, hallelujah. In Revelation, it, 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 in, in uh, one of the verses in this chapter 22 says, this is uh, verse 17, I believe. Yes, part of it, it says... Let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. That's the, the water of life is the Holy Spirit. God. Jesus talked about that. Uh, living water. He said, I'll give living water and someone will never thirst. That's the Holy Spirit. That's uh, glory to God. Glory to God. So, you know, it's, it's even simply explained like in the natural, we know we have to have water and food 
and air and sunlight and we choose to receive those things. Well, it's just the same thing in the spiritual realm. Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is the bread of life. Jesus gives the living water. So glorious. So, If anyone wonders, you know, that's the answer. And it's so, how really, really sad it is that that even Christians see dead religion and say, you know, that's not really what I want. They, they think that it somehow is a religious thing. They somehow think that, that we have to, to, to work at it and, you know, we got to have that quiet time and we got to have our devotional and those things are great. Those things are wonderful. But if we can just meet Him, We naturally, He's the only one we will want all the time. You know, and everything flows from that. So, practically, um, worship the Lord. Just worship. Put on some worship music. Or if you don't have music, sing worship songs that you know. Speak in tongues. If you don't have your prayer language, receive your prayer language. That empowers recharges our spiritual battery and we pray things that the enemy cannot the enemy flees because we're praying in the spirit realm when we pray in tongues uh, we can intercede our ministry is wanting to intercede for Israel as much as we can but even yesterday I was I was kind of I've listened to a message recently and just realizing the glorious mystery of salvation and then the, 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 the glory of the mystery of every day <clears throat> our spirit person connecting with the Holy Spirit who's all around us. His glory's all around us all the time. So when we're born again, our spirit person is alive, filled with the Holy Spirit, completely. And so, when we, it's, we can try to explain it simply, but really it's this mystery of knowing Him and this relationship with God Almighty is imagine having a relationship with Him. To just the opportunity for that. To know Him for one second would be the greatest thing. Just to even see Him for one second. And yet He offers eternity with Him. He offers, you know, it, it's just, it is so ironic that that he offers Himself, you might call it in totality, to a person all the time, their entire life on the earth, filling them completely with the Holy Spirit, baptizing them with the whole offering. He offers this. Okay? Baptizing with the Holy Spirit, anointing, 
the glory of the Lord all around us. That's God Almighty. His presence is everywhere on the earth. His presence and His power. And He offers this for all eternity. All eternity. And, and to think that someone would say no to that. Now, and, and I want to tread on this very, very lightly and, and, and say this in love. You know, at least people that are in other religions have, they have, they're doing a sincere effort to know God. We don't doubt their sincerity. Basically, one way to look at it is, is that we, the body of Christ, have not gotten the anointing, which is the only way people will get saved and, and find Jesus Christ. That's the only way. Okay? So, but to, but to think that some people don't even, are not even in a religion like that and don't even want anything to do with God, they're saying no completely to God, okay? And if they hear the Gospel saying no to Jesus Christ, that's serious. It's serious. Reinhard Bonnke said, anyone who re rejects Jesus falls into what the Bible calls the bottomless pit because there's nothing. There's nothing. And I want to commend also some people that I know who maybe, they may not be very verbal and outspoken about it, but they know Jesus Christ. Amen. They, they, uh, glory to God. You know, how can anyone say no to Him? And how can we as believers not give Him everything we have every day? One of the results of, of conclusions from yesterday's message is it's simple. You know, God has given us so much, it's only reasonable that we give it back to Him. I mean, that's just so, so basic, so simple, so obvious, clear and obvious. That's Romans 1.20, clear and obvious. I like how Paul wrote that. He just like, God's eternal power and His divine nature are clearly seen in His works, in the things He's made, that people, men are without excuse. I mean, that's just a given. I mean, but the reason I expound upon it is because it's truly fascinating that those three areas that He's given Himself fully in totality in the spirit realm to every person. He's chosen to do that. And, and okay, so in choosing, we, we see if we look closely at Jesus Christ's life, Jesus chose to die. When He was a man on the earth, He chose to die. He could have failed. He could have not gone through with it. He prayed to His Father that He might not have to do it. But He chose to do it. You see how you know, there's a pattern here of, of God choosing. Choosing. This is spirit, in the spirit realm. This is so glorious. That just the overview, He's chosen to give Himself in totality to every person. Okay, so if someone says no to that, they're without an excuse. But in the same way, in the natural realm, 
He's chosen to give in totality to every person. He gave them their physical life, literally their, their body and the fact that He gave them that. He gave them a soul that's eternal and priceless and worth more than all the, the world. He gave them everything good that they have and is giving them everything good that they have. And until from the moment they're conceived till the moment they die. Or the moment they leave the earth. He's given them every good thing that they've ever had. You see how... I mean, totality might be a good word for it, but it's just so... If anyone doesn't give their life back to Him, they're without an excuse. Here's another way to look at it. He's given every man faith. He's given them eternity in their heart. He's given them value. He know, they know that there's value in themselves and in other people. That's why they don't like suffering for them or for other people. And He's given them choice. And then the third area, man chooses chooses things. Our whole existence, our whole life, everything we do is by choice. Everything. Everything. I mean, just you, you can't even comprehend it. And there's one most important choice. In fact, you could even say, God has chosen to give everything to a person. Their whole life. He's chosen to give them everything good that they have. In fact, they're their very existence, their breath, He sustains them. He keeps them alive. He gave, you know, he gave them their soul. He gave them all those four things that I just mentioned. Faith, eternity, everything. I mean, and someone will not believe in Him. They won't even believe in Him. That's all you have to do. You don't have to give Him... I mean, well... Yes, someone has to sincerely give their life to God and serve Him, faith, you know, with to the best of their ability in their life. Okay, you can't just on a whim say, "Okay, yeah, Jesus." I, I mean, it has to be sincere and 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 okay to be saved. But here's a way to explain it: There's four phases of knowing God. As long as someone just gets into that first phase, the born again phase, and just stays there, they don't have to go deeper. Okay? Because God's a God of love and mercy, they'll make it to heaven. He wants them to go deeper. And if they don't go deeper, well, they're missing out. But He's a God of love and mercy. They'll make it to heaven. Glory to God. If they can just get in that first phase, which is what? Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Give Him your life. Ask Him into your life. And you're saved. And then just continue on with Him. Now, so it's just, it, I mean, I'm seeing the more and more how clear and obvious it is and how simple it is that He's justified Himself in an infinite number of ways. Glory to God.
And for those who don't have a Bible or the Gospel, same thing. They, they, it's, I think it's even easier for them to be saved. For those who are suffering greatly, the greater the suffering, the more likely they are to make it to heaven. God's justified Himself to the whole world. No one can... You know, anyone who cross-questions is foolish and doing something dangerous. Thank you for bearing with me on this. Uh, I want to finish up with how do we experience His glory? You know, how do we experience... The real glory of the Lord is in that fourth phase of knowing Him. But as someone gets into the second phase, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, they that's when they meet, they're born of the Holy Spirit. Then the third phase is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's when someone is really now, they're deeper and they're in the thorough glory to God. They now have, have received this glorious, priceless, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And they're so... So, as I've said before, just go directly to Him. Seek Him with your whole heart. When you find Him, you'll find everything. A person finds everything that they could ever dream of, want, desire. And that's when that's when everything starts. A great man of God said the anointing solves everything. Solves everything. And that's the glory of the Lord. That's, but we, you know, it is serious. It's, it's. Uh, Jesus said, "Many are called, few are chosen." And that same great man of God explained that what that means is many are called, but few pass the tests to get the anointing. It's, it's, it's. You know, it's. Uh, we have to pay the price. We have to. To um, and and it's not a price. We at that point we realize it's a it's a privilege. What a privilege! What a to 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 know him for one second. The greatest privilege for a human. So we realize that it's not. Uh, you know we're not sacrificing at all. It's the greatest, most glorious privilege. Just to belong to Jesus. Just to, just to be His. That simple glory to God. The glory of the Lord. Available. Our ministry plays, prays blessings on you. We believe with you right now for that you'll receive your ministry. That you'll walk in it. That you will... Um, that today you will receive the amount of Jesus Christ that He wants you to have. Amen. And that He will empower you in the ho- with the Holy Spirit, heal you in every area if you need healing. Amen.